0: From the Mitchell Center to Coleman Coliseum, the Bartow and Trojan Arenas. From Veterans Memorial Stadium to Legion Field to Hancock-Whitney Stadium. With a combined 75 years of experience in the sports radio world, these guys have spent their professional lives roaming the stadiums and arenas that host your favorite teams. And now they invite you to join them Inside the Press Box red, red. Get ready for Chris Stewart throws it out, Norris left alone, corner three, five red, smoking, hot J.D. Byers three-step drop, steps up, looks, swatted down, set! Down he goes! Mike Grace Curveball right back up the middle They'll wave out and around, third base slides in and the dogs have won it. And the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. They're all here, inside the Press Box.
1: Welcome to the Press Box Podcast. For my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Myers, I'm Mike Grace. What you're about to hear is just a slice of our PressBox radio show, heard on great stations across Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. The show is our way of sharing with you the access we enjoy to a group of friends and colleagues who, like us, have the honor of working with and around the teams and the sports we all love. Today's guest needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway, two-time All-SEC selection at Alabama, a five-time Pro Bowler for the Miami Dolphins. He is now the King of Wings in the state of Alabama and much more from Baumhauer's Victory Grill. It is Bob Baumhauer, our guest inside the press box. Mike, Chris, J.D., and one of our best buddies in the whole wild world, Bob Baumhauer, going to join us. You know I like to make folks comfortable when they when they join us here. So a, a little something for Bob here. Let's see if this rings a bell. Sounds like uh, it's right up Bob's alley, I think. Hang on. It's it's coming, I promise. I'm curious there you go. Sing along if you'd like to, Bob Baumhauer. How are you, man?
2: Hey, yeah. <laughs> I remember that song well.
1: It is the old Miami Dolphins fight song from back in it, the day, it, sir. It was. It, it and, uh, was indeed. And, and, look, we've already talked about you, Bob. Uh, if if, uh, if you're, the fact that you brought wings to Alabama isn't enough to get you in the Hall of Fame, I don't know what is, man.
2: <laughs> I hear you. And, uh, you know, this is our 40, we're, This We're actually in our 40th year. Of uh, uh, doing the wing thing. And uh, it, we, we opened our first restaurant up, Wings and Things, and uh, uh, let's see, it was uh, um, August of 81. Wow. And, uh, and uh, this our 40th year coming up. So it's amazing how time flies when you're having fun. But uh, we had to give those things away for the
1: first couple of years, but Not anymore. I was crazy. Not but, anymore.
0: Uh, yeah.
3: Hey, Bob, it's uh, JD, and hey, JD. for those, good uh, morning, uh, how you doing? I, for our guys around the state listening in and gals, uh, tell them your actual title with Aloha Hospitality, and, of course, Baumhauer's Victory Grill, Wing Fingers, uh, Dolphins. Uh, well, Las I'm North known
2: Davis. as the head fry cook, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and back in the day, uh, you had to do it all, and whether it was washing dishes or busting tables or, Working the wing station, you know, that's uh, something that we've all done. I've done, uh, uh, especially in the beginning, you know, when when uh, uh, we were trying to get this thing going. But uh, so that's something that reminds me of uh, all of the different challenges we've had through the years. Is that head fry cook position keeps me grounded.
1: <laughs> Bob, Bob, wasn't it? Wasn't it a, a dolphin teammate? That kind of spurred, you know, sparked the idea for wings.
2: It was, it was. It was a guy named Steve Toll. Um, and, and what happened is he invited me to lunch, and I said, Where are we going? He goes, Wings and things. And this was in Fort Lauderdale, and this was during the off season. And I said, Well, they serve there. He says, Chicken Wings. And I said, You want me to go somewhere and eat lunch for uh, and eat chicken wings for lunch? And back then, there were no you know, there weren't a lot of wing places, and it turns out there was a guy from Buffalo, New York that moved to South Florida and opened up a, a, a Buffalo wing place, but Buffalo wings obviously are from Buffalo, New York. And, uh, he had become a dolphin fan and it was the dirtiest thing I'd ever seen. He had a line out the door, people, uh, uh, waiting so they could get in and, and eat Buffalo style chicken wings. And, uh, um, then we opened our first, uh, wing restaurant in the early 80s in uh, tuscaloosa
4: well you, you missed the boat bob because when you did the chicken wing you should have also rolled out the invention of the wet nap and that's where you really would have voice <laughs> you towel know, uh, that's where you really would have made your money is on the back end as well yeah i agree and,
2: that uh they are messy and uh i, I can't tell you how many times i've visited tables, including some of my friends would come on, come in and eat, and they'd look up at me. I walk up to the table, they would look up at me, and they've got wing sauce all over their, their mouth. And but they were enjoying those wings.
4: That's that's just success. That's all that is. That's that's a great thing. Hey, it's Chris, and I just tell me about the, the when you watch the draft each year. I, you know what? How do you watch it? Do you watch it as a fan, or does it just take you back to when? you got a chance to hear your name called as a player?
2: Well, it's a little of both. Uh, Sometimes folks will ask me where I was when when I was drafted and and how that went down. Uh, But mostly, and especially the last couple of years, I've had a lot of fun. Spence and I were just talking about the the Dolphin draft. and um, You know, I I still know a lot of folks that are either coaching or in the administration of certain – teams especially the dolphins and so uh, this last year i was real interested to see what was going to happen with uh miami I've, I've gotten to know coach Flores and josh is uh defensive coordinator pretty well the last couple of years they were at the senior bowl and um and they've come by the restaurants in tuscaloosa and uh, i mean i'm sorry in, in mobile and uh, uh I've just really become big fans of what they're getting done, and so I've been really paying attention uh, a lot to everything going on down there, especially uh, this last draft.
3: Bob, you uh, we, we have listeners and obviously affiliates up in Northwest Alabama as well, and I think that's where you and I kind of have uh, a lot of friends in common, but uh, it, it's kind of unique how worlds it's a small world when you and I got to know each other uh, up in Northwest Alabama. You have a lot of friends up that way. Uh, s- some guys you think a lot of them played with at Alabama. Uh, my first job in radio, uh, Maudie Darby Bedford gave me a job in radio up there, and I know you, you have a lot of close friends in the Shoals area of Alabama as well.
2: Yeah, it, it, really, and, and I've, been, um, I've been talking to them a good bit lately, and uh, one of the guys you're talking about, one of my best buddies, is Richard Todd. He lives up that way. and He married uh, Maudie's sister, Lulu and uh we've been talking a good bit roger actually took roger and richard fishing uh about a year and a half ago we all went fishing together and uh we've been talking about getting a restaurant up that way too but uh uh i i i do talk to them a good bit especially here lately it seems like i've been talking to roger marty uh richard lulu a good bit the last uh We'll go just about every week these uh, these last few months.
4: Bob, I had, I'm had i glad Richard got brought up because, you know, we all got to know, and, and you knew Snake longer than any of us, but Mike and I had the privilege of working with him. And last night I did a an interview with, with Alabama Athletics with Joe Namath and been around him a couple of times. But when I was a kid, Richard Todd was my quarterback. That was the, that was my guy that I, I watched the jets. Sorry, no, no offense, but I was a jets fan and, and Richard was my quarterback. Did he get the credit he deserved as a player because he came along right after Joe and, and snake, but especially Joe there in New York and got compared directly with, with Broadway Joe's success.
2: Well, I'm glad you brought that up on that, And, and, uh, no, he doesn't get the, the credit he deserves. He, and, and I remember that very clearly. He and I became really good buddies in, in college. In fact, uh, so he gets drafted the year before me, first round to the Jets, uh, and, and like you said, followed Joe. And then, uh, because of Richard, I used the same agent. Uh, Richard used, uh, Joe's agent, uh, a guy named Jimmy Walsh, and I used the same guy. And, uh, And, you know, we were in the AFC East Conference together. We played each other uh, twice a year. And I can tell you, Rich was right up there with the best as as, uh, far as quarterbacks were concerned. Gave us fits in Miami. Uh, You know, we had that that classic game in uh, Miami for the AFC Championship. And Rich was right up there with the best of them and could throw the ball, was a hell of an athlete, could run the ball. I could tell you so many stories because think about this, uh, Chris. I'm the am the nose guard, so I'm lining up on the center, and then so I line up on the center, and, and who's walking up to the the line of scrimmage uh, right behind the center. Every every play is rich, and I can't tell you how many little co- quick conversations we had as he walked up to the center. So we had um, we had a really good strong relationship there during that rivalry and i watched what he could do firsthand and he was a very 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 good quarterback and uh, uh gave the dolphins and a lot of other teams uh everything they could handle uh when he was at the quarterback position great competitor as well just but i'm I'm, agree with you 100 percent he does not get the credit he deserves and uh, uh was one of the best ever at alabama and did a hell of a job with the uh New York judge,
3: big big privilege here inside the press box. JD Byers, Mike Grace, Chris Stewart, and in the press box with us is the legend Bob Baumhauer part of the Killer Bees in Miami, uh, successful restaurant entrepreneur as well. I wanted to ask you though when you were talking about that era and uh, and you know professional football being the draftee you've told me stories and I'm trying to go back as some of the great discussions you and I have had because so many of them stand out. But one that always I will remember is when you t- told me the specifics of getting to Miami, and the locker room, and that glorious weight room you guys had waiting for you in uh, <laughs> pro football with the Dolphins.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, and and uh, it was it was so um, I guess you'd say it was surprising. Um, I think that's probably being kind to say it was surprising. <laughs> we get to I get to Miami, been playing it. Alabama you know and and great facilities that Alabama get to Miami and uh, we're practicing uh, at uh, Biscayne College and uh uh was looking for the weight room and the weight room was a universal machine in the uh pump house of the pool that uh, the college had and it was a very small room and uh to tell you how small if you were going to do bench you had to put your feet up on the on the wall because there wasn't enough room there for you to just completely stretch out there. And that was all they had that, that, that was the, the undefeated Dolphins weight room was a universal machine. That was it. And that, that my rookie year was 77. So they had been, they had been using that no telling how long they've been using that universal machine, but that was it. And, uh, no sauna, no whirlpool, no nothing. Larry Zonka came back to finish his career in 1979 and one of the things he said was, nothing's changed, has it? <laughs> and uh, he did a couple appearances and uh, uh, for a spa company and traded a spa uh, uh, and gave it to the Dolphins. So we had a whirlpool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, very Spartan. Our locker room was made out of two-by-fours, and our, we hung all of our equipment on nails. And uh, people would be really surprised if they saw those facilities uh and then, uh, you know, related that to the fact that the Dolphins had gone to three Super Bowls in a row in the early 70s, gone undefeated once, two of those Super Bowls. Just amazing uh, testimony to what a great coach Coach Shula was and those players, how special they were.
1: I, I want to get to Coach Shula and Coach Bryant th- th- that you played for, Bob. But first, I got, I got to run through the, the stats. Uh, officially, 888 tackles, 16 fumble recoveries, one INT I got it. We got to hear the interception story. Yeah. Who'd you pick off? Well, it was, it was a deflected pass. It was my rookie year. We were playing in,
2: uh, in San Diego, deflected pass. And, um, well, we at, knew you didn't drop at, back at in the cover. Line of scrimmage and I got it. And, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget it. Cause I got nailed. That it didn't hurt. Uh, I don't remember who nailed me, but as soon as I caught that ball, I got nailed. I didn't go far. And then, I don't know if you saw on there too, two touchdowns, um, uh, uh, got a couple touchdowns on fumble recoveries as well I, uh, in fact they used to, they, the, the description in the paper was that i lumbered into the uh into the uh end zone i always i always say i scampered into the oh, end yeah, zone but yeah, go, yeah. they they use the word lumbered but uh yeah that that was in San diego uh way game oh wow the interception yeah
1: you mentioned you mentioned Coach Shula. You got to play for two legends in, in Coach Paul Bear Bryant at Alabama, and then Don Shula at the Dolphins. Talk about the what similarities? What what made them different,
2: Bob? Uh, the similarities were there was quite a few of them. They were both obviously very driven. They both had great vision for the game. Um, coach Coach uh, Bryant doesn't get enough credit for how visionary he was. First coach to start filming practice. First. First coach, uh, well, he, you know, he's the one that started the whole tearaway jersey thing. For as long as that lasted, he just did so many unbelievable things. Uh, you know, run a run a pro set through the 60s with Nab- uh, Stabler and Namath, and then uh, because of let's just say manpower recruiting issues, he goes to a, a an option offense and runs a wishbone in the uh, 70s and, and wins national championships.
1: One of our all-time favorites, no doubt, Bob Baumhauer, who you can find on Twitter, at Bob Baumhauer. And, of course, Baumhauer's Victory Grill on Twitter as well, at Baumhauers, and online at Baumhauers.com. Great to have Bob Baumhauer with us inside the Press Box. Catch our daily show weekdays on great stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. You can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at PressBoxRadio1. That's PressBox Radio and the number one. And of course, we always would love to hear from you. Email us at PressBoxRadio1 at gmail.com. Again, PressBoxRadio, the number one at gmail.com. For Chris Stewart, for J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Gray saying thanks for joining us here on the PressBox Podcast.